show for you, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to episode four of Tonight on the Rocks. We are going to have fun tonight. Yeah, you should have. First month, one month down, got it taken care of, so that's awesome. Uh, now, the monologues, they've been hit and miss recently, because uh, we've done it all of three times before this. Uh, we figured out a way, I think, to, to kind of pep up the monologues. So, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to bring on a hype man right now who's going to help out my monologues right now. Here's my hype man, everybody. Yeah. This is, yeah, this is definitely going to, yeah, I can tell this is going to make it better. I can already see. This is a great idea. Yeah. Fantastic. Are you ready for this? Okay, hype man, let's do this. A rare photo of a teenage Princess Diana was sold, actually, this week for $18,369 as a true fact, which is the second most expensive, uh, it's the second most time people have spent, fuck, I fucked up the joke already. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah! Fuck up that yeah. joke! Yeah. Fucking that Boom. joke! Richie motherfucking Stratton! Yeah! Actually, that hype man gave me confidence. I'm going to tell them. Yeah, yeah! <laughs> All right, here we go. Uh, okay, recently, I'm going to read it too. So, <laughs> I know how to read. Dyslexia is fun. A rare photo of a teenage Princess Diana was recently purchased for $18,369, which is the second highest amount anyone has ever paid to jerk off to a dead girl. There. <laughs> Number one was Marilyn Monroe's autopsy photos. All right. Oh, shit. Burt Reynolds was in the hospital, was actually run, rushed into intensive care recently after his mustache caught the flu. That's very sad. The 76-year-old mustache is planning to recover, and she'll be doing cameos soon. Oh, shit. Straight lava, son. You're spitting straight lava. Yeah. This is gold. Yo, this is gold. Man, give me a motherfucking pee. Okay, I need help selling this. Okay, yeah, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, yeah, yeah. 
Stop it. Okay. There was an international cat show in Portland last week. Oh, man. And boy, are my arms tired from petting all the kitties. Okay. Aww. That's motherfucking adorable up in this bitch. Straight adorable. That's snuggly as a motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. Fuck uh, yeah. Take that, you might be dead, bitch. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. I'm doing my thing. All right. North Korea used a computer to simulate a nuclear strike against the U.S. Big deal. I've been using the internet to, uh, to uh, what is it, to simulate double anal. Uh, so, I mean, I'm going to do it. That one sucked. All right. Whoever wrote that joke is fired. Yeah. He wrote that, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. What? 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 <laughs> Well, as a high school dropout, I appreciate this in the news. High school graduation rates have reached highs not seen since 1974, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. Very exciting. The reason being that uh, there's no jobs to entice young people away from schooling. So that's really awesome. Straight truth, son. It's straight truth. He's riding up in this bitch. Give him a round of applause. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not done yet. I guess you don't want to physically well finish that joke, you sack of shit. Anyway, McDonald's will be using sustainable fish to make sure that all their fish stuff happens. Are you making it rain on me? What the fuck? All right, that one doesn't work either. Uh, a group of Ayn Rand followers are trying to get the funds together to build a community slash amusement park. Great idea, because if libertarians are known for anything, it's having a good time. Oh, shit! There we go. Shit, yeah. Nope. All right. A little bit. All right. Fuck a recently you. published book, Fingers noted psychedelic advocate Terrence McKenna as a CIA as a CIA mole. An excerpt from one of McKenna's reports reads: uh, When the three-eyed man spoke to the color red, he screamed, "The smell of roses! The moon knows! The moon knows!" Those are the jokes, people. Those are the jokes. Give it up for the hype man. There we go. And the community once again. I'm just going to say, we were going to kick off the hype man halfway through, but I'm like, fuck no. He gave me such confidence, such poise. Anyway, welcome to Tonight on the Rocks, ladies and gentlemen. Hope you're having fun. Uh, Yeah. Oh, yeah, you are. We have a very funny comedian. We have a very funny comedian, Gabe Dinger, which is very awesome. And then also... We genius Ganja John is going to be on the show tonight, so it's a very good show. Oh, my God. I love that hype, man. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, we are a new show, but that doesn't mean we can't get sponsors. I think uh, we're going to have uh, we're gonna have one of our sponsors go ahead and do a little plug right now. Uh, if we could do that. Go ahead. Here's a word from our sponsor real quick. Money problems. We've all had them. Do you have too much pesky cash just lying around the house? You're not alone. Let cash for other cash help you out. Just mail in your unwanted cash or exclusive prepaid delivery envelope that looks nothing like a Ziploc freezer bag with a stamp on it. Our exper- experts will evaluate its value in two weeks or three weeks or whenever we feel like it. We'll send you the comfort and reliability of sending untraceable cash to a company with absolutely no ties to the Better Business Bureau. Send in $20 and get back, I don't know, three $5 bills. Send in a jar full of pennies and get back a $2 bill with one of the quarters missing. Send in any foreign currency and you'll get the numeric value back in Monopoly money. 100% satisfaction. Cash for other cash. 
Once you send in other cash, the burden of proof is all on you. Ladies and gentlemen, our sponsor, Cash for Cash. All right. Well, in order, in order to truly appreciate our main guest, uh, the weed genius, Ganja John, our crack research staff here, uh, crack writers here at uh, Tonight on the Rocks, forgot my show there, hosted by Richie Stratton. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we have put together something very exciting. Uh, it's known as Weed Facts. Ladies and gentlemen, here are some weed facts for you right now. It's a Super nice, super friendly. She was just hey, all bubbly. Oh, I'm from Canada. I want to stay in New York. I want to stay in New York. I've made a lot of friends. I'd like to stay there. She was amazing. We can talk and everything seems fine. She seems nice enough. So I'm like, okay, yeah, I'll marry you. Why not? I want it to be strictly business. It's a business arrangement. My rules were very simple. I don't like being around cocaine. I don't like it with the people. just no cocaine. She's like, okay, I, I used to do that, but I don't do that anymore. So don't worry. It's not going to be an issue. And the old other rule is, okay, we're breaking the law. This is illegal, so a relationship is No re- outward, like, open relationships. And we can have relationships. You've got to keep that quiet on down. Hush, hush. And she goes, oh, yeah, okay, that's, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Okay. I said, okay, uh, I'm going to change my Facebook status to engaged. We're going to do this. I uh, went to New York. I'm show up. She's fucking... All this food for this guy. She's like, making lasagna for a boy. And I'm like, what do you, I thought, and I was like, what are you talking about? Like, uh, like that was the, what was like, 
relationships, and, and she's going to go to this guy's bar with your new fiancé and give him food that she's cooking right now. So I'm freaking out. Go to the bar, and then it gets really, really weird. She's, like, giving him the food. He's being all flirty. I really like this boy. Absolutely fantastic. You can like a boy. This is, like, this is the one thing I said, hey, let's not do this. Keep this down. You need to make sure nobody knows. And she's screwing up. Public with it. That's the whole concept. It's illegal what we're doing. I don't want to get thrown in jail. I don't want that to fucking happen. I, I'm like, okay, I'm just kind of sitting and still in it. I drink a beer and I'm getting pissed. He leans in and goes, Yeah, I'm going to go do coke with this guy. That's the other fucking rule. This is the first day. I don't understand. I fucked everything up before we even got there. Like, what the hell is wrong with like it? What the hell is your goddamn problem? I have two fucking rules. You broke both of them. Don't you need to calm down. Like, what are you doing? Start yelling back and forth. Like, you need to realize that I'm not going to marry some cokehead. Fucking ridiculous. You're going to get us in trouble. She's like, no one's getting in trouble. Everyone has open marriages all the time. It gets really, you stupid cunt. Don't say that. I thought it really hard. Like, she could see it in my eyes. I said, no. Bartender who she was flirting was like, hey man, you gotta go. And I'm like, alright. So I start walking out, and the last thing I say to her, go, enjoy the fuck out of Canada. And I open the door and I walk away. We can't stand each other for 24 hours. We have to be married for two and a half years for this thing to like, for her citizenship to be done. Okay, granted, maybe two phone calls isn't the best best way to start off a, a fake marriage, but uh, it's a business arrangement and I wanted to live in Manhattan. So after a while, she comes back home after the bar where she's yelling at the, where we got in the argument. And she's like, okay, you've had a mental breakdown. Like, you're doing everything wrong. And she's like, okay, listen, I need this more than you need this. So just please, still do this. It's still trying to just like, ah, And I said, well, let's sleep on it. So I go to bed. And I have this tiny little uh, air mattress. I wake up the next morning. It's absolutely silent. I remember that. And all of a sudden, her attitude is like, oh, I hate this guy, too. We didn't say anything to each other. We didn't do anything. Trying to stay out of her hair. And I'm working on a script at the time, so I'm typing at the kitchen table. Being there was driving her crazy. You go out and do something. And she constantly wanted me to leave. Like, I don't know anybody or know anywhere to go. Just Just get out of here. So she made me just wander around aimlessly. time I came home, we just hated each other. She's just self-righteous, selfish lady. Just trying to pretend that you're not here. We just hated each other more and more. It's it's weird when you know you're not going to, you know, you're like, this plan is not going to. What the hell is wrong with you? Eventually, she's like, uh, listen, this isn't going to work out. I talked to my boss and she's going to sponsor me. I know you have to be here for a day. I'm, I don't want you uh, to be in the apartment if I'm not in the apartment. The key. I made the key. It's like, and I go, well, you owe me five dollars for the cake. And she goes, that's ridiculous, absolutely ridiculous, Richie. You owe me thirteen dollars for this food that I met that you ate. This and that. And I'm like, okay, fine. But I basically packed up all my stuff, and then I start walking towards the door. And she's like, Richie, and I go, I'm going to the ATM. I'll be right back. And that was my last words to her too, which was the best part. I'm like, my last words to this stupid cut is, I'll be right back. It's like, ah. So I get in the subway. Basically, I have a night that I have to spend in New York City, and I'm just covered in all my bags, like, 
just walking around. I, I'm not the weirdest guy on the street ever, which is just awesome. So I sit on a bench. I started making frantic phone calls, like freaking out, like where am I going to stay? Trying to find a place to crash. Do you know anybody in New York? Just furiously, anybody I know. But I, I, nobody's calling me back. And so I'm like, oh God, oh God. So I decide, okay, I'm just going to go to the airport. And, I, you know, like in Terminal, like Tom Hanks in Terminal, I'm just going to be in the airport and just kind of be around. And eventually I talk to this TSA. He goes, you doing okay? I'm like, hey, yeah, I'm fine. So I'm stuck here. My, my uh, fiance kicked me out of the place. I'm here for like a night. I have a ticket. I have to hang out here because my ticket's in like 32 hours. Is there any place I can just kind of lay low and get some sleep, just hang out here? And he's like, oh, dude, you can't just stay at the airport. What's going on? And I explain. I go, listen, I'm kind of stuck, man. I don't live here. I, I was engaged to this girl, but we got in a fight. He goes, you should have made a come. Dude, you should have made a come, dude. Yeah, with the badge. I didn't want to tell him all this. Fake marriage. Badge. TSA agent. I was like, ah, you know, I've got a tiny guy in, this, in the uniform. He goes, dude, you make this. He goes, it's right here. It's right here, dude. Wearing a badge. It's all on top, bro. It's, all you got to do is do it. You just got to touch right there, buddy. I can't believe that an official guy is doing that. Well, okay, it's a little late for that now. What can I do? And then he speed light comes in and he goes, okay, listen, go to the ticket place. There's a lot of movement. There's a lot of people there. It's busy. You lay low. You can probably, you'll be fine. And just then, I got a call. I found you a place to stay. Uh, his name is Joey Pringles. And I'm like, oh, my God, thank you. But again, he has it actually, that's not his name. He just, he, he fell in love with the Pringles can when he was on shrooms. He's really cool. So I meet this guy. He takes me back to his place, and I have the best night ever. I'm watching the series finale of Battlestar Galactica. They cooked me an awesome home-cooked meal, and they gave me the good weed. And I'm like, thank you so much. It was going to be one of the worst situations, I think, of my life, because I obviously, I mean, I'm born to get mugged, thanks to uh, networking, I guess. Okay, so yeah, it was pretty cool. That's, uh, that's the story of Bella and uh, my first almost engagement. Yeah, both chicks I've uh, married for citizenship, or tried to marry for citizenship, are from Canada. That's another story I heard. <laughs>
Christian show needs somebody who's like got the immoral authority to guide us through the degenerate hellscape that's today's world. <laughs> no one else here is qualified to ask the religious and moral questions nobody else gives a shit about. <laughs> Seriously, okay. Uh, all right, well, let's say something unforeseen happens, like I uh, marry, try to marry a chick again, and uh, I can't get to the show on time. You have to start the show. What are you going to do? Well, I think I'd start it the way I've suggested we start the show every single meeting we have. Uh, I would have the crowd rise up and join in in singing that wonderful hymn, Helter Skelter, by the fucking Father Motley crew. <laughs> and, then, and then we would have a sacrifice. Obviously, we'd want it to be a virgin, but this is Dante, so that's impossible. <laughs> Maybe a cat or some shit. And then I'd read from the Bible till you showed up, because that's what the kids want. That sounds awful. That sounds way worse than I actually thought you were going to say. Uh, all right, fine. Any, uh, any final thoughts before I throw you off stage? Well, Richard, I, I do have one final thought. Uh, how in the name of Satan do you get stuck between two buildings? How do you Holy get Holy shit, guys! I don't fucking know! I'm freaking the fuck out! I haven't slept for a week! How? I keep thinking about it! How do you do that? set up. We have a very, very funny comedian. He is going to be headlining Helium Comedy Club this Thursday, ladies and gentlemen. That's very cool. I hope you all show up for it. Here he is, the hilarious Gabe Dinger, everybody. Gabe Dinger! Come on one more time for Richie Shred, your host. Clap for it. rock and roll is still alive. It's good to be here. Good to be here. Uh, it's like the jazz clubs of the 80s. That's really what rock and roll is now. It's gone. Um, speaking of things that are gone, I was in Seattle recently, and uh, you got to feel bad for Seattle, you know? Because I've lived in Portland my entire life. I remember Seattle in the 90s. You remember when it was in a band? And it was cool. And it was making out with Janine Garofalo when she was still young and willing to smile. You know the time. But now Seattle's gotten a little bit older. It's a little more corporate. It likes Frasier. I don't know why. And now Portland's the hip place. We're the place where young people go. We're making out with Janine Garofalo, but the older Janine Garofalo with prison tats and hate lines in her forehead. That's what we do. We're the new hit. Uh, I am dating right now. I'm seeing a lady. Sorry, fellas. I am. Uh, I feel bad for girls I date because I know they're about to learn a lesson, you know. It's like all their life they've been saying, you know, I just want to meet a funny guy. I just want to meet a nice guy. And I know she's about to learn wrong answer. Wrong answer altogether. Good job. That's what you were looking for. Good job. Not funny at all. Lava Lonely Nights. I met my girlfriend in, a, in an unlikely place. Okay, Cupid. Or as I like to call it, all right, slut. I did. Uh, online dating is weird, and a lot of people worry about the wrong 
worry about crazy. That's not the biggest problem you can find on online dating. The biggest problem are virgins. Gross. Now look, if you're holding on to your virginity for some gross reason, fine, whatever. But if you're over the age of 25, get over it. All right, there are only like six vaginas in the world, and you're one of them. So quit thinking it's so special. It's just another one. Yeah, that's a broad generalization. I'm sorry. But I don't want a virgin. Like, I'm almost 30 years old. I don't need to be someone's memory. I don't need to be some lasting thing that holds with them forever. Not to mention, do you remember what it was like the first time you had sex? It was awful. It was the worst time ever that you had sex. And for a girl, it's even worse. It hurts. I don't want to hurt someone with my penis. If anything, that my penis could be in reference to, pain is the last thing. Like, I would take friendly, like a nice friendly penis, team player, yummy penis. I would take yummy penis over painful penis. I'm just getting too old. That's what it is. I can feel myself aging. I can't do porn anymore. Too mean. Everyone's getting mean in sex. Whatever happened to two people being like, oh, you like Depeche Mode and Arrested Development too? Let's get naked together. That doesn't exist anymore. Don't clap. That's a time long forgotten. Now everyone's angry with one another. Like, oh, you're having sex with me? Well, let me choke you. What the fuck? Maybe I'm not getting enough sex, but I'm not going to risk someone's health that's putting out. That's right, ladies. You heard it here first. If you're willing to get naked in front of me, you can breathe. You're a friend. That's what I say. To me, everyone, dirty talk now? Girls want dirty talk? Call me a whore. No. You call yourself a whore. You may like the idea of you being a prostitute, but I don't. Because I'm having sex with you right now. And the last thing I want to be thinking is, oh, I better finish up quickly before I run into the next half hour and O-double. I don't need that. I had a girl one time flip me off during sex. What the fuck is that supposed to mean? Of all the hand signals you could give me, that's the least productive. Do I slow down? Do I speed up? Did I just cut you off in traffic? I don't know what it means. Give me something better. Give me like a, yeah. Yeah, right. I would even take like a, meh. I would take that because at least I know I need to work on something. Too mean. And you know who I blame? Porn. That's right. Pornography. I said it. Porn is ruining sex. You remember the 90s when they used to use condoms like Americans? It's weird now. It's gross. It's dangerous. But even worse than that is where they always go in porn. Same place. The butthole. Gross. Now I can't think of the task at hand. All I can think of is how often does that fellow wash his hands? Hopefully a lot. A lot, a lot. That's a gross place to be. And my mind goes even further. What if I'm in a situation where I have to put a finger in a butthole? Where I'm there and the girl says, ah, put a finger in my butthole. I'm a gentleman. I'm going to do it. But which finger do I use? 
nothing on this hand. This hand does far too much. It eats sandwiches. It waves hello to friends. If you talk to me after the show, I might go like this with it. (laughs) Nothing on this hand. So that gives me five options. Where does porn always go? Right here. That's the first finger. Disgusting. It took me millions of years to evolve this. And now you just expect me to go jamming it in the butthole? No, thank you. I'm going to use this guy for what it's intended, forging for nuts and fruits and berries. That's what it's there for. Now, next in line, you get this guy, left index finger. Now, I'll be honest, my left index finger is like an auxiliary member of the right hand. Anything the right hand can't do, the left finger is like a hero swooping in to get it. So not the left index finger. So my mind after that goes to courtesy. If I were to have a finger in my butthole, which would I prefer? Boom, that guy right there. Do you see how dainty that pinky is? You're not going to feel that. It's going to be like a gust of wind. That's all. Just someone left the door open. That's it. But here's the problem. I don't know how much give is in the average butthole. So if I go jamming it in there, I might hurt it. And then you have to go to the hospital. You're in shock. You can't think of a reasonable excuse. You're just like, ah, I was reaching into a cupboard, and then I, uh, I slammed it in the butthole. Ah, ah, damn it. So you can't do the pinky. So next in line, left index, or left ring finger, whatever, I don't know fingers. Now I'll be honest, uh, I don't give a shit about marriage. I could care less. But if I was ever in love and a girl wanted to get married, I would do it. And I don't want to be standing there on that oh-so-sacred of days going, oh, that's awfully tight. You know, like a time a butthole is on that finger? That's what that feels like. Feels like a butthole on my finger. So that leaves you with one option. This guy right here. The left middle finger. And I thought, how perfect. Think of all those times when you're driving in your car and someone upsets you and you flip them off and you don't get the appropriate response where they drive off the road and die, you know. What do you do after that? Nothing. Unless you got a doo-doo finger. If you got a doo-doo finger, you always have a way to one-up your enemies. So what I'm saying is that tonight, whether you're here with a loved one or a friend, stick a finger in their butthole. That way you can smite your enemies. Yeah. And don't get me started on tongues and buttholes. Like, like that's pretty much whenever a part of the Japanese tsunami washes up on our coast. That's what I feel about tongues and buttholes. It's like, ah, oh, invasive species. No, no, stop it. All right, you're right. That was a bad tag. Sure. Sure, a lot of people died for that joke. Shouldn't have done it. I, uh, things have been pretty sweet for me. I, uh, I've made more money this year than I ever have in my life. Not bragging. Just no other way to say it. With that money, I bought a car. Bought a DeLorean. But I'm afraid to drive it. 
I'm afraid that if I hit 85 miles an hour, it'll give me Parkinson's. It's very scary. But it's not all sunshine in my life. Bad things happen too. Like recently, my laptop was stolen. But don't worry, the joke's on the thief. Because inside that laptop, I kept a small amount of child porn. Not because I'm into it, just in case my laptop ever got stolen. I don't report a stolen laptop. I report suspected somebody has child porn. Joke's on them. I actually do this with all of my valuables. My car right now, one of the hubcaps, filled with child porn. My lunch at work kept getting stolen. So you know what my new secret ingredient is? Child porn. Now Karen won't be stealing my chicken Caesar salad for another five to ten years. Joke's on her. At my house, I don't have an alarm system. I just have it set up to where if you break a window, a bunch of naked nine-year-old boys run around in the living room. The trick is getting them back in their cage. Like, huh, get those M&Ms, get them. Well, some people say, Gabe, you don't really think child porn is funny, do you? And I say, of course. Not the act itself, just how hard it is to work with kids. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's why the directors have to kill them afterwards. That's all I'm saying. But you know, when you're collecting as much child porn as I am, you have to start asking yourself, where does it come from? Probably some pretty shady characters. Some folks you don't want to be dealing with. So as a result, I've started to produce my own child porn. Don't worry, it's tasteful. It's mostly just Gerber ads with my dick photoshopped into it. Those babies look so happy. You know? All right, you guys, that's been my time. I'm Gabe Digger. How about one more time for your host, Richie Stratton? I love this guy. Gabe Digger, everybody. You can, you can sit near the desk if you want or the, the table. What have you? Thank you. That was great. Once again, Gabe Dinger, everybody. Thanks, Richie. It's great to be here. So good to have you. Golly. Hey, when I first met you, you dressed like a punk rocker. Now you're rubber from a Land's End catalog. What happened? Uh, I was going to say I look more like Spock. <laughs> this is great. This is a good. Maybe we know each other a little bit too much for this to be genuine. I think so. I think so. When I knew you, you looked like Malcolm in the middle of a Coke bench. Come on. Now you look like a reference hardly anyone remembers anymore. Come on now. <laughs> Yet they still get Willy Wonka every fucking time. Every time. They get every Chucky. Time. They get Oh, God. Uh, could I could I say my favorite Richie Stratton drunk story, seeing the, uh, the video of you in Manhattan? Yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. Uh, so, so Richie, I, I guess I should say, uh, I've known Richie since I, I started comedy. Since this man's first set. The very first set. He's given me more opportunities than anyone else, uh, including my very first club gig in Boise, Idaho, uh, which I had never been out of state before. And uh, I went as a host, Richie as the, the feature act, and the first night was Richie's birthday. 
And he said, uh, I, uh, I drink. He does drink. Heavily. A lot. A lot, a I'm lot. very good at it. And, like, we found this, like, punk rock bar, and we were having a lot of fun. And we're walking back to the, the condo, which I had no idea where it was. And Richie goes, uh, hey, I think I'm going to be sick. I need to sit down. Uh, so we sit at this bus stop, and he throws up. And he starts to lay down, and I go, Richie, you can't lay down. We have to get back to the condo, because if you lay down, you're gone. And he goes, no, 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 give me five minutes. So I give him, like, 15 minutes. And I'm like, Richie, we got to get out of here. And he's like, no, fuck you. Fuck you. And I'm like, Richie, I'm going to leave you here. And he's like, I don't give a shit. Go. So I leave. I throw up on my pants. I, I throw up on myself. And I am lost in Idaho. Like, I have no idea where I am. To where I get so frightened that I see a cop parked in his car. I tap on his window with vomit on my legs. And I go, yeah, I'm one of the comedians over at the Funny Bone. Could you point me in the direction to the club? I can find my way from there. (laughs) And he goes, yeah, to block up that way and to your right. So I find my way home, and I fall asleep on the couch, as I should. I'm the host. Uh, And at 4 a.m., I wake up to the sound of the ironing board and the iron being knocked onto the floor. Richie's stumbling in going, I found my way back. I'm going to bed. (laughs) He just went to bed, and that was it. And I knew at that moment, I was like, I'm going to spend the rest of my life with this guy. Yeah, yeah. It's a magical time. He's so magical. I, I love will, this guy. I will tell you the part that you didn't hear, the, the, the middle part, I do remember in my brain meat. Uh, it's, this is what happened. I eventually do wake up from the bus stop, and then I go, I sleep again in the middle of this public park for a little bit, because it's nice and there's grass. And then afterwards, I'm like, I need to get home and be responsible after sleeping in a park with homeless people. So I walk over. Uh, and then eventually I, I wave down. A, no, this cab stops. That's right. He goes, I get one free ride, and I'm going to give it to you, dude. Get in. And I'm like, cool. I'm drunk, though. So all I can say in barely audible tone, I can go, comedy condo. Comedy condo. And he's like, I don't know where that is, buddy. I'm like, comedy condo. That's all I can say. He eventually drives me around. He drives me further away to the comedy condo than I was. And then drops me off, and then I walk across Boise home. So, anyway, magical times with uh, Dinger and I. There we go. It was very magical. It was very magical. Thank you so much for being on my show, man. Thank you for having me. There we go. Gabe Dinger, everybody. The hilarious Gabe Dinger. See him at Helium. He's headlining Thursday. Thursday. Make reservations. There he is. Gabe Dinger, everybody. Gabe Dinger.
attached to marijuana use and several known health benefits. The only reason it is illegal at all is because America is owned by Budweiser. Well, that one was just true. All right, let's hear one more. One more weed fact for this round, man. Give me one more weed fact guy. It's a picky, 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 picky fact. My fiance left me, so I traded her engagement ring for an Xbox. She left me because of weed. Weed facts. <laughs> weed facts, everybody. Weed facts. All right. Uh, well, we're pretty serious about trying to find a co-host, ladies and gentlemen, and we have. That's kind of weird. That's the same name from the mom. Uh, okay. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, coming to the stage right now. Uh, our, our search for a co-host, Annie Stratton, everybody. That is my mom. Holy fuck, what are you doing here? Mom. Oh, my son. Really? Oh, what are you doing here, Mom? Well, I was just passing by because you always say that I should come to one of your shows, you know? Yeah, you not say that, it. You say that all the time, oh. and so I was here, and I was over there looking. It's not that important, honey. Oh, what come on. It just looks really bad. Uh. Well, anyway, I was over there, and I was down in that back area looking for you, you know? Anything that says performers only? Yeah, I figured you would be there. And so then I heard them talking about how you needed a co-host, and I was like, my little man needs me. Don't need, uh, mom, none of the other co-hosts have their moms hosting. Well, this place looks like a pigsty, so it's really good that I came here. That's just because none of them love their children as much as I love you.
chances are it's going to be booze-related. Uh, if you can go on, who would like to win a fantastic prize on the brand new game show called What Was I On? Come on up, come on up. We got one. I need one more, ladies and gentlemen. One more for What Was I On? Come on up. Don't be afraid. Don't be a pussy. Get up here. Yeah. 
it's a real truck. All right. It is a real truck, because that was fucking, ugh, I can't unthink that. All right. Ready for anything, I broke into a houseboat and talked to a radio DJ about my life plans till dawn. What was I on? Bath salts. <laughs> no. It's, it's the not, non-synthetic form of mescaline. What's a non-synthetic for? What is E? Mescaline, mescaline, mescaline. E. God damn, I said no repeats. We already did E. You did not do cocaine because this was the cocaine one. Ladies oh, and gentlemen, I was on cocaine. I broke into a houseboat. I used to be a locksmith. I broke into a house. I'm kind of worried I don't deck. know enough drugs. I know. You're, sh- you're being shitty at this. All right. Uh, but you're still winning so far. So that's well, good. What's the score? Is it what's the score? Uh, it's two what to one. Right prize? Uh, that's the important question. Well, I'll tell you afterwards. All right. Uh, yeah, you haven't won yet. It's Portland. Too relaxed. Okay, listen up. Here's here's one. Too relaxed to walk in the apartment and too comfortable to go inside my car. I continued to lay in the parking lot. What was I on? Biking it. No, marijuana. I was on opium. I was on oh, opium. All right. Right now, what am I on? Right now. Alcohol. That's not the predominant Xanax. thing. Weed. I am high oh, right now, ladies oh, and gentlemen. I am high right now. I don't do pills. It's a weird thing. But I'll, that's a good thing. That's a good thing. Here we go. Hey, he has standards. Here we go. Uh, this will get you any uh, any beer or well drug you need. The winner, Stephanie Pertle. Thank you so much for participating. That was the fun game show. What was I on? Two heads 
goddamn co-host yet. I just, it's blowing my mind. I really, I'm sorry. I just, uh. Oh, Richie, you look so stressed out. Why don't you let me help? Mario? No, you stupid son of a bitch. It's a me, a pizza box. No, just no, no.
you pizza bot. You are a good. I'm loving this witty banter. You actually might want to mic him in case you need to talk to the pizza box. I don't know how he's being heard so well uh, right now. He's not mic'd. Respect the meat. Or he'll stab you. We've been through this. By the way, how is it? It's a simple bit. Yes, it is a simple bit. It's a simple bit. All right. I think we're ready for our main guest. What do you say, ladies and gentlemen? You want to meet our main guest? Of course you do. Richie, Richie, Don't you have a three or more of we the facts? What's that? Don't you have a three or more of we the facts to share? All right. Let's do it. Well, thank you for reminding me. Let's see. I am here. I know. You are. You are on top of it, Pizza Box. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Here are some more weed facts. Here we go. Some more weed facts. Here we go. So tell me about this. How, how did you how did you win the cannabis cup? Because I, I, it's it's very confusing. 
confusing to me. I, uh, some people go on tour with fish. I go on tour with high tides. Oh, and, uh, I did that for a few years, and I learned how to make really good hash oil, and uh, apparently I'm one of the best now. You are. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> They're, they're clapping. Not very enthusiastic because they're all very hot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so here's the thing. I don't know how you would judge a weed contest. Because all I can think of is because I, I, I just smoke and I'm like, oh, this is my favorite. And then I smoke something else and I'm like, oh, this is my favorite. And that's how it works. Well, after, after I won the cup, they, they asked me to come to Amsterdam and judge the hash in Amsterdam. And it was all it was all American. It was all American? So you got to smoke a bunch of stuff that was smuggled in rectally? Is yeah, that basically? I, I mean, I just, I put mine in my pocket. Oh, well, that uh, makes sense. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, you're, you're pretty much, I mean, you're legal. You got medical cards and stuff like that for your health issues and what have you. You have a very interesting health issue. Can I, yeah, can yeah, see it? Oh, yeah. Can I see it? So he just pulled out his eye. Okay. And just to throw up in my mouth. A little bit. <laughs> so that, uh, that made Brian Posehn quit smoking pot. That made Brian Posehn quit smoking pot? Yeah. Boo on you, sir. It was an accident. I'm oh, sorry. okay. <laughs> it's interesting. Because you do, you whip it out just randomly. You're like, hey, check this out. You're like, whip out your eye. Actually, it actually was new at the time, and I just kind of touched it, and it fell out. It freaked him out pretty good. Yeah. Pretty I could ima- only imagine. That's fucking freaky. Yeah. Uh, well, tell me tell me about yourself, sir. Tell me about your hash oil and what makes it so special. What um, makes it the, the number one winner? I was really sick for a long time. Mm-hmm. I was on dialysis for a long time, and I needed a kidney transplant, and uh, everybody else's hash sucked. And, and right. so I... I put it upon myself to get a job in, in pot, and I found a job on, on a radio show. Right, and they started, uh, plug it or yeah, it was, it was called Normal Show Live. They, Normal, the National Organization for Reform Marijuana Laws, they, uh, out of D.C., they fired me once they found out who I really was. Oh, okay. <laughs> You're a witch. You're not normal? I guess not. I'm not, I'm not a rich lawyer. I can't. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, it's, uh, well, you know. <laughs> So far, we're good. Has your lawyer done this yet? No, no, we're good. good. I'm, we're trying good. To keep, I'm trying we're to, good. I'm trying to softball. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, just me and him. We're good. Okay, good. Okay, we're just conversating. Fine. Now, you have made many comedians uh, melt into floors and chairs and stuff like that. It's it's pretty amazing. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty it's pretty incredible. I made your hype guy actually sleep for 14 hours yesterday, but that's kind of his normal behavior. Yeah. <laughs> It's a lot. It's a lot. That's a lot of a uh, lot of will to be active all that time. Uh, the first time he did it, he puked in every pair of shoes I owned. What? Yeah. He uh, he was so he was sober and he ate some of my wife's cheesecake and he decided to smoke it. And uh, our friend Ron Funches told me afterwards he doesn't smoke pot. No, but well, not well. Apparently, no, no. very shitty at it. All my shoes were in a row, and he managed to puke in all of them. <laughs> We can take it out of this bag. It's fine. <laughs> we will reimburse you your shoe dry cleaning. It's fun. Well, it's uh, it's interesting. So, uh, I, God, I don't really know because I just I love weed, and you actually you're a part you you're a part of it. You are a part of the weed culture. Yeah. Uh, you travel around. Any other any other fun things? You've been to Amsterdam. Yeah, I've been to Amsterdam. One in Seattle, a few times. Huh? Yeah, uh, and in. 
interesting thing about the Seattle Cup, all the uh, all the people that won for concentrates were from Oregon, not Washington. Yeah. Well, it's, it's nice that you stayed in town. It's nice because yeah. now Washington, it's legal. You it's go, legal. You yeah. go for broke out there, but you yeah. stayed in Oregon. I, I stayed like in that. Oregon. I don't, don't want to. Yeah. I, I don't want to pay sales tax, and please don't care what I do. No, it's, it's good. <laughs> I lived there for a long time. It's called Vantucky for a reason. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah you, you, did, you did right to yeah, stay. They're trying to call it Vansterdam. It's, it's just Vansterdam? Yeah. No, 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 no. The tallest building in Portland is where we hide all our old people. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's where they would build the prison yes. if they got a chance. Anyway, well, it's, uh, it's so fun. I, I see that you're uh, – so this is, this is for the hash oil, I'm assuming. Yeah, a the, the, uh, uh, friend of mine in Florida makes custom torches, and he made uh, – with my Maya in it. Oh, well, that would make sense. Yeah. I, I use Maybe like something. Oh, that's good. Turn that yeah. off. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> We're not told for that. <laughs> All right. But it's, it's pretty cool. I like that. Maybe if you had like an eye holder in this, that yeah, would be like awesome. Yeah, like a little pocket. That would be nice. That would be cool. Next time. Next time. Next time. Well, is there a, I think we're uh, winding down. Is there anything you'd like to plug? Is there anything? Uh, I'm going to be in the L.A. Cup uh, in February next month, but then the USA Cannabis Cup in Denver, Colorado, where it's also legal. Yeah. Uh, I will be entering, and I will be bringing the first American Cannabis Cup back to Portland. There we go. That is a promise from Ganja John. Ladies and gentlemen, we love him so much. This is Ganja John Ham, everybody. There he is.